Hi everyone, this is the Jade Marissa podcast and this is episode 14, talking to you from Thailand about the good, bad and ugly in combat sports and pop culture. My guest today is a professional female Muay Thai fighter all the way from Scotland, Yasmin Nazari. Hello. Welcome Yasmin. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself, please? Yep, um, I'm from Scotland and I currently live in Thailand, have done for like the last three years on and off going back and forth to the UK for fights. Um, I started fighting when I was 22 years old, and I'm currently 27. So, yeah, I've been doing it for about five, six years now. Yeah, we're about the same age then. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I didn't know that. That's, that's really cool. And you've always been going to the same gym when you come to Thailand? Uh, no, actually, I haven't. Um, I originally started off, when I first came to Thailand, I went to a gym called J-Papa, in Phuket and then I came back when I was actually wanting to stay full time and the gym wasn't there anymore Um, and well from what I got told it just got like turned into flats or hotel or something sorry Um, and then I went to top team Um, I tried that out but I wasn't really that sure on the more westernized place Um, and after that I kind of like i went to a couple of other gyms I went to Eagle Muay Thai and I went to um NACA which was really good because my friend owns that he's from the Netherlands and the only problem with that was there was like two little trainers there was mm-hmm. only him and one other guy but it's perfect it, I mean it's not a very big gym it's very small and then I went to AKA oh so always in Phuket yes yeah always in Phuket so what made you get into Muay Thai Oh, where did you first see it? Um, well, I first seen it, I came to Thailand with my ex. Uh-huh. Um, and he was the one who actually did Muay Thai. I wasn't interested at all. And then when we actually broke up, I like left Scotland and went to England. And I only joined the gym to meet other people. And then I ended up wanting to fight. And once I fought, that was it. <laughs> I loved it. Wow. So. The adrenaline. Yeah, there was just something about it that was just like, oh, I don't, I can't even explain. I still feel it now. Like every time I step into the ring, and I've done it thirty six times now. Wow. Um, I feel the same. Like it's just like sheer love for it. Amazing. So, what gym are you training at? In uh, where in the U- in England are you training? Um, I am at ULT in Scotland when I'm in Scotland, right. and I'm at Muay Thai Inc in England when I'm in England. Okay. <laughs> Muay Thai Inc. So that's where you you. You fought out of England in your first fight? Um, in my first fight, no. Okay, this is complicated. <laughs> um, in my first fight, I was at Storm, um, uh, gym in Luton, but I moved. Okay. So I went to a different gym mm. and I ended up at Muay Thai Inc. And that was uh, like amateur? It was a um, smoker fight? It was... We don't class it as amateur back in the UK because we have the different um, levels. So we've got like C class, B class, and A class. Mm-hmm. And kind of B and A class are pro. Okay. And below that is amateur um, because you have obviously the pads and everything in C class and below. Would it be like uh, an interclub sort of thing? Yeah, sort of like that, yeah. But um, I never started like that, unfortunately. I didn't oh. get the chance to. I got thrown in at a B class. Oh, okay. I don't think, unfortunately, sometimes it's good to go into the deep end a little bit. Yeah, I mean, for me, it worked really well because I I absolutely loved it. Um, But it definitely is, like, 
my whole career has taught me lots of lessons that I want to pass on. So, yeah, it's good. Okay, so I was going to say, like, what made it stick? But you said, like, the feeling just, like, you can't explain the feeling, so it must be that, which is unexplainable. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I suppose it's, like, do you know what? Uh, I think the best way of, like, describing it is it's, like, you're terrified, but the adrenaline is so, like, the buzz from the adrenaline is so good that you are completely not addicted to it. Yeah. Um, It's, like, torture, but you love it. It's. It's and a crazy thing to explain. It's probably like, you know, you, you you challenge yourself so much and then once you meet that challenge and you overcome it, then that feeling of pride and you know, just overcoming the, those challenges is just an amazing feel, feeling in itself. Yeah, you know? definitely. I think um, the best thing about fighting is that it is constantly a big challenge because your opponents and everything, it's like, it's you or them. Yeah. And... Um, once like you're in that ring, that's it. Like, and if you come, if you get the win and you've overcome that challenge, and it's just such a uh, uh, relief. It's such a like uh, a good pride. It's, yeah. I don't know. And then if you don't, it's the opposite. It's like oh, I want, I want to get back in. I want to beat that person. That's so true. It's kind of constant circle. Addictive so, for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, uh, how did your first fight come about? My first fight. It was my trainer at the time. Um, I'd been nagging him. I had. Oh, right. So yeah. you wanted it. Yeah, I definitely oh. wanted a fight, but um, not quite at the level that I did get it. I wanted yeah. a fight and um, he was like, right, like, someone get called and offered him a fight against a girl called Claire Barler. Um, in B class it was, um, on Smash Muay Thai, which was a big show at the time. Mm. And at first I was like, yeah, definitely. I was just like so buzzed for it. And then afterwards I was like, oh, this is like, is this a good idea? <laughs> How long were you training for before you had your first fight? Uh, six months okay. before my first fight. Yeah, mine was about four months. So I, did, I also just kind of jumped into it. And in Thailand, obviously, it's just like straight into professional shin on shin. Elbow to your face. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily I didn't get any elbow, so I was pretty good for the first fight. But with all the adrenaline, I just, I don't remember the fight, to be honest at all. Like what happened? I just know that I won, and yeah, the adrenaline, the buzz of that was just unimaginable. Unlike, yeah, unexplainable. Yeah, like you said. Um, yeah, I can definitely relate to that. I mean, unfortunately, in my first fight, I didn't get the win, and I ended up looking a bit like Rocky. Um, with like um, my mum actually, I felt really bad for her because she came down. She didn't want to come and oh, watch no. it, and I asked her to come and watch it. And she did. Oh, no. She didn't talk for like two days afterwards because she was just like traumatized by how bad my face was from the fight. I mean, she just saw her daughter getting like <laughs> punched and kicked. So yeah, like it's probably traumatizing. Yeah. And you choosing to do it as well. She's like, why? I don't know. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, she was um, She was like asking me afterwards, can you just do ballet or something? Like, do, you, do you have to do Muay Thai? I was oh. like, I'm sorry. I just, I'm not cut out for ballet. <laughs> And, a lot, and that was the thing that surprised most people was after that fight, it went all five rounds and unfortunately I didn't manage to get the win. The girl was more experienced than me also, so it was kind of wow. quite a bit against me. But I loved it that much that before I even got out of the ring, I was asking for another fight. Wow. And my coach said, because I didn't realize the damage to my face yet. Of course. And he was like, just just wait, just wait. <laughs> and we got out. And then the, it wasn't even that. Like, Iman Barlow, she grabbed me as well as I walked past and was, like, like, looking at my face going, like, oh. And I'm like, 
okay, there's something not right. And then I was walking up the stairs and this little boy went, oh my God. I was like, what? And then I, then I ran up the stairs and I looked in the mirror and I went, oh, and all the guys in the changing room were like, oh, you're still pretty. I was like, come on, like, are you kidding? Like, have you seen my face? Oh my God. You have photos of it? Uh, yeah, I do. I do. I'll send it to you later. <laughs> yeah. We, we no cuts though from that fight. Just like swollen. No cuts. It was literally just like Rocky style swollen. Like wow. really big. And then afterwards, I looked like I'd had Botox. Oh like, no. That's what it looked like. I was like, God. Wow. Oh, um, did you do any other sports before this or any other martial arts? Um, I did rugby. Oh, okay. So that kind of... <laughs> That, that's kind of similar. It's an aggressive, like, forward sport, no? That and horse riding. So I don't really know mm. the <laughs> mix between the two. But, I mean, to be fair, like, horse riding, the amount of times that I got thrown off, stood on, and, like, kicked at, all that really? sort of stuff by the horses. So it can be quite a dangerous sport as well. But, um, yeah, no, it's definitely... I think when I did rugby, I realized that I did like the contact violence. Yeah. So... I've watched rugby enough. I always thought to myself, like, God damn, I want to do that. Like, just run oh, into someone. Right. <laughs> it is absolutely great. Just absolutely run into someone and tackle them. I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't do that. Must be something wrong with us. I don't know. <laughs> well, actually, I, I, I say this all the time because there must be something wrong with us because we, we know that we're going to get punched, kicked, cut, yeah. like black eyes, all, broken bones. And we're quite happy about doing it. Yeah. It, like for other people that's insane but to us it's like no like we actually like to do that so like people would say to me do you not worry about your face like you're gonna get like a cut or this and that or anything your nose broken and I'm like no I don't think about it yeah (laughs) I just think about the fight that's all I want to do yeah I get the same and it's always and I think because we're female we get it more we get oh yeah but you're oh why would you want to do that to your face and it's like I'm not really thinking about that. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking about the fight. Like, I just like to fight. I don't really care about my face. Yeah. Well, I'm not at the time anyway. Yeah, no, no, yeah. I feel you. it's a bit, yeah. Because like, I've got this scar here and that does bo- bother me now, but at the time. But you put like scar cream on it. And- yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just uh, the just way that the it eye. healed. Yeah, it just kind of got like a lump, but it should hopefully go down. How long have you had that? When was that Well, fight? one year. Oh, wow. <laughs> Um, it was when I fought Amy Parney, and she did a beautiful elbow. So I, I'm like, I did admire it afterwards. But um, yeah, I got a nasty cut from it. So <laughs> part of the part of the game. So what's your current record now? Oh God, you had thirty. Some, you said over thirty fights. I've had thirty six fights. Wow. Um, I've had cut a few K one, one boxing. Oh, it's nearly. I'm more wins than losses, but it's not a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Um, I can I tell you the exact number at the moment. Do I've you have any titles? Down. Yeah, I have um, my British title. Actually, I, oh. brought, I brought it here um, this journey back because my dad had it, but he had it in, an, in the loft. So I was like, I'm taking that with me. <laughs> <laughs> oh. My dad isn't a fan of me fighting either. Oh. So, yeah. That's hard then. Like with, when your parents like don't really enjoy watching you <laughs> what you like to do anyway yeah yeah so I have you had fights with them before have you argued about it yeah I mean at the beginning I didn't even I didn't tell my dad that that's what I was doing um I just kind of turned up with trophies and was like oh I got this trophy he, he knew it like 
in the beginning he didn't know but then he obviously found out that I did and then he was just kind of like he liked the fact that I wasn't telling him and I was just turning up and being like one or no a loss or or whatever with the result he was like I'd rather not know than uh, wow. know before so I was like okay that's fine with me <laughs> wow that's interesting so you had the British title yes okay yeah um the oh I can't even remember the... who was that fight against Danny not Danny Fault. Um, oh my God, Dan Danielle. Oh, it's really bad. <laughs> oh God, I can picture her, but I can't think of the name. That's that is another problem actually that I have to say. I am terrible with names since I started fighting, and I have to blame it on the punches to the head. No, no, I agree. I definitely, definitely agree. It's even like close friends that I'm, they're standing in front of me. I'm like, I've just forgotten your name. Yeah, no, no, me too. I'm like that too. And I feel like, damn, they're going to think I'm so rude. But, you know, I did just, I have been hit in the head a lot. So yeah, my my memory is kind of terrible. Yeah, so names. But like, even when I I was fighting in Thailand, I don't even know like any half of the people's names, maybe more. I think though, when you're fighting in Thailand, that's kind of, more acceptable because the like how yeah, often you fight and how like there's not much of a hype before as well as like you just go that. into the, the ring and different. it's like oh oh this person it's not the same person you told me yeah <laughs> like, oh okay it. she's kind of bigger um <laughs> that's normally what happens that like you get someone who's um completely different to who you thought it was yeah and then you think like because i remember i was getting ready for a fight and i was meant to be fighting bot shampoo and i'd already fought her and I was like, okay, right, I know what to do with her, blah, blah, blah. Got to the stadium and it was not her. It was some someone called No Money. And she was really, really good. No Money. Was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, names. And she was like, still, like standing there in front of me. I'm going, no, there must be someone else fighting. Yeah. Like, well, I think it's it. kind of a good way because like, you just go in there and you're there to fight rather than like, okay, I'm fighting this person. And then you have to do your research and look at their videos but now you're just like, okay, I'm just here to fight. I'm going to fight my way and that's it. Yeah, I agree. So. I much prefer that than like kind of going over and over in your head. Oh, they're good at this. They're good at that. Blah, blah. Yeah. It's better actually not knowing and just like being natural like in your fight. Yeah, and just being like relaxed and seeing what comes. Mm. So what's your fighting weight? Uh, four, well, 49, 50, 52 max. Oh, so you could go in the uh, the one championship tournament with Stamp and Armour. They're at 52, right? Yeah, 52. I would love to. That'd be really cool. I would absolutely love to. They're, it seems like they're trying to keep an eye out for, like, good female talent, so that would be exciting. I would absolutely love to uh, get on to one championship. I mean, a few of my good friends are on it just now, and um, one particular being John Haggerty. Have you been watching him? Yeah. Been, oh, my God, like... I remember training with him at the Nosey Academy and I remember going, oh, this, this lad is good. Like, wow. he's going to be something else. And now watching him, it's like, I'm really, really proud of him. I'm like, he deserves to be where he is. Yeah. Oh, so. that's so cool. Yeah, it, it is a small circle, you know, because as we were just talking before, like about David who was on the show and then you also train with him in Phuket and like yeah. everyone kind of somehow relates to someone I know someone and it's just like, it's a, it's a big uh, chain. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of funny. It's kind of, yeah, like in the Muay Thai circle, everyone ends up knowing everyone. It's the same like Chris, uh, Chris Shaw, um, Andy, Andy Rasha, mm-hmm. all them, uh, Jordan Watson, uh, Liam Harrison. It's just like, yeah, you know, everyone ends up bumping into someone like in a stadium or in a gym or something like that. So, yeah, it's 
cool. I like it. You know, it, it feels like it brings you closer, not just to the sport, but like closer to the people involved in the sport as well. Yeah. You know, it's like a sense of like comfort in a way, even though it's about a combat sport. <laughs> I know, this is the <laughs> so weirdest strange, thing. right? Yeah. I said that to people about like, one thing about Muay Thai, I can go absolutely anywhere, like anywhere in the world and contact someone in Muay Thai and they will tell me to go to someone else who they know who does Muay Thai and that person will be so nice and so helpful and like do anything really to help me just through the fact that I do Muay Thai it's so true and yeah it's the same with fighting like there okay there has been a couple of occasions where I fought people that I don't like and I like have to admit that's nice well, it's good, actually. I've never had someone I don't like. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Just, just, I have the people I don't know. I just... Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, people that you don't know, like, it's cool. Like, I respect them. They've worked just as hard as me. And it, it, I still fight just as hard. I mean, I fought friends and fought just as hard as I would fight yeah. anyone else. Um, but when I fought someone that I don't like, you've got to control it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You lose it a little bit because you're angry. And then it's like, oh, no, you can't let yourself get too angry with it. Wow. Yeah, that's so true. When you get emotion, emotional in the ring, it's just it's a no-go because you lose your sight rather than like when you're in the ring and you don't really know the person. You're just there to practice what you've been doing the past how many weeks before the fight. Yeah, so it's a big difference. And then you can also see the difference between like new fighters and like fighters who've had a lot of experience because the newer ones, yeah, maybe they would kind of have all these emotions running around and then experienced <laughs> ones are like, they just know, okay, I'm here to do this combination, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I'm laughing because that was me in my first fight. Yeah, me too. Everyone, <laughs> <laughs> just go out there like swinging yeah. your arms and swimming. <laughs> and know? I remember because the girl that I fought was more experienced, I do remember seeing her face at one point being like, like what? Like what is happening right now? Yeah. And I'm just flying forward with everything. Mm-hmm. And yeah, but it is. It's adrenaline. It's just you don't really have control. You just yeah. go without control. And then when you get more experience, yeah, you can see things a little better as well. Have you ever been called out? Um, or has anyone ever messaged you saying they want to fight you? Yeah, all the time, actually. <laughs> Joel was looking at us like what that's so weird but it's true like I've had girls message me like I want to fight you I'm like really (laughs) it's so weird it's weird some of of them it's been all right because then we've organized the fight okay it's been fine yeah I've done that once some of them are just random people from other countries going I want to fight you and I'm like and I, my response now is, all right, organize it. I'll come over to your country if you're going to pay for it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But it never happened. Yeah, <laughs> I've had that too. Honestly, even like I've had guys like trying to be funny. Oh, the men are the worst. <laughs> Do you know, actually, the, the weirdest questions. That, I mean, you yeah, I get weird questions. Well. Yeah. Like, I mean, I've had questions like, have you ever kicked a girl so hard in between the legs? They didn't put it like that. I'm putting it like that. Um, that they were sick. And I was like, you're sick. Why would you ask me that? Like, I get that too. Like, honestly, like, you have these people who come to you. When you're a female fighter, you get like these men who have these weird fetishes mm-hmm. for like girls who fight. And like, they will ask you the weirdest questions. Have you been asked <laughs> to um, beat someone up for money? Like males. I think I have. But like the him himself was like, oh, can you like come and like hurt me? And yes. Like, I was like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is real. I'm this like, is real. I'm like, um, no. 
they message and they're like, oh, uh, this one particular guy, because there was a couple of guys there, but this one particular guy actually sent me videos of someone else doing it to him. And I was like, are, are you serious right now? And he's going, yeah, you should really think about it because it's good money. And I was like, no, that's not wow. why I do this sport. There's some weirdos. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh no, he, actually, no, he sent me videos and the girl was, I mean, she, <laughs> she'd never done anything in her life. You could tell that by what yeah. she did, but she was just kicking him and punching him. Probably and, his sister. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably. Oh, yeah, but there's different levels of it. Like, some of them just message and they're like, hey, what's up? I'm like, hey. And they're like, oh, let's fight. Haha. <laughs> and I was like, don't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, and then it's like the the high level of it when people get all freaky, mm-hmm. yeah, and uh, yeah, the random questions and just I ha- I get a lot of questions nowadays about um like how do you live in Thailand mm. and like I want to do that and I'm like that oh, okay cool like have you ever done Muay Thai before no oh, okay <laughs> um so like how do you know you're going to like it? Yeah. And they're like, oh, I just like seen, because I did that documentary with uh, Fight Lab as well. They're like, okay. oh, I've seen that. And then that's made me want to come out to Thailand. I'm like, you don't realize how hard it is. I yeah. was like, maybe go to the gym, test it out a little bit, and then see if you actually want to do it. Not abandon your life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, wherever, wherever country you're in, like, go to a gym there. There's gyms all around the world, you know, and just go there first and try out Muay Thai and see how you like it. Yeah. Rather definitely. than move your whole life to Thailand. <laughs> I know. I think some people, I mean, Thailand is beautiful. And that's why, like, so many people get hooked on Thailand. The people are lovely. It's such a beautiful place. And the energy is just amazing here. Mm-hmm. Um, but... <laughs> You can't just decide you're going to start doing Muay Thai when you've never done it before and move to a country just for that. Like, going back to, like, the, the guys, like, saying weird things or doing strange things. So how about, have you ever, like, just met someone in person and then someone's like, oh, this person fights. Or they're pointing to you and then they go, oh, and, like, step away. Or, oh, I'll stay away from you then or something like that. All the time. Everyone does that. Yeah. It's not new, okay? Yeah, <laughs> it's not. It's all the time. Oh, you're a fighter. Oh, you can beat me up then. It's like, oh, really? Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh. And then I, I can't even help it anymore. I'm just kind of like, I've got nothing to say to you. I'm sorry. And they're like, oh, um, uh, or or something. We'll be having just a conversation. And out of the blue, they're like, oh, don't let her get angry. And it's like, Really? <laughs> know, right? Like we're not gonna go around and just hope or something. Yeah. Like I'm just <laughs> no, I'm a normal person. Thank you. Yeah. Or you get the other side. Sometimes I find with females, it's if you meet like um, a couple or something like that, and then they go, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." when she does Muay Thai, and then the girls like, <laughs> "Yeah, like, she'll like look at you as if you're gonna punch her in the face." Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like, like, well, I think also the. They expect you to be like a book, oh, you know? yeah, like a man or something true. like that. And they're like, why Why do you do it? You don't look like a fighter. <laughs> yeah, they always, you don't look like a fighter. Like, what, what does a fighter look like, though? Yeah, please tell me because I don't know what a fighter is <laughs> meant to look like. It's not me and it's not her. So, what are, what are they meant to look like? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you said that you lived in, so you live in, in Thailand, you lived in Scotland, and you lived in England. Yeah. And you're doing Muay Thai in all these places. Um, not, well, yeah. I did do a little bit in Scotland, but my mum made me do it because of um, like self-defense. Because oh. basically, 
Um, I'm half Scottish, half Iranian. Right. And we used to get picked on as kids. Mm. And my mum was like, go go to do some self-defense. Go and do Muay Thai. And I wondered where the surname came from. Yeah. Everyone thought I was like... That's not Scottish. <laughs> That's not Scottish. Your, your name's Mook not... Nazari. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Your name's like Yasmin Nazari. Like, who in Scotland has that name? Yeah. Me. <laughs> but no, it's an Iranian name. That's why. Ah, interesting. But that's why she made us go. But I went maybe, like, a couple of times. Oh, okay. Uh, like, oh, I was not constant with it at all until I moved to England when I was a lot older. And then I just fell in love with it. Mm-hmm. So... When I was there, though, my first instructor, Jerry, he was really great. Like, he showed me um, the kind of authentically, authentic things about Muay Thai, uh, uh, which made me fall in love with it, yes. which made me want to come here. So, yeah, that's how I ended up in Thailand full time. And then living in Phuket now? Yes. How yeah. are you finding that? I, I really like it. I really like it there because it's a nice mix. Um, you've got foreign people there and you have the ties there and you have the beach, which yes. is always a bonus. Um, and it's just where you want to be because I don't place myself on the fighter street, so I tie it. Okay. I'm never there. Good. I absolutely hate <laughs> that. <laughs> a bit direct, but yeah, like it's very... Uh showy uh tourist muay thai we all have ego we've had like a five fights in uh it's thailand Patong stadium we're champion of bangla like okay cool <laughs> you and a million other people yeah <laughs> yeah it's literally turned into like a sort of strange ibiza and everyone's got such an attitude you walk yes. down that street and people are trying to like fight you near enough on the street and it's like <laughs> ha- like hello like who are you sorry yeah. Um, but yeah, as you said, again, people go, this is the thing, people go into Patong Stadium or something like that, they have their first fight and they fight for a belt and then they're amazing. They're the best. They're a champion of the world, pretty much. And it's like, no, no, you haven't earned that. Yeah. But yeah, unfortunately, it's gone like that. It wasn't like that before, though. No? No, not at the beginning. It was like, well, one, it wasn't as busy as what it is now. And two... um, they like they just cared a little bit more about it. Now they just care about tourism and money, right? Because it's just a factory of people going in and out. So I mean, how can they really put so much care and effort into a certain amount of people when like they're eventually going to leave? You know, so that's probably the attitude of the Thai trainers over there. Like, oh, like you know, why should I put heart into training this person when they're going to leave anyway? And I won't see them ever again. Yeah, yeah. It's that, and they do get a lot of disrespect from people because people are just kind of like, no do it my way, I'm paying you. And I'm like, oh. oh. Yeah, I've seen that a few times. And I'm kind of like, oh, like that's, no, you've come to, to Thailand to learn Muay Thai from Thai people, then respect what they tell you and how they show you things. Don't think that you know better when you don't. Wow. So I never heard that. That's crazy. Yeah, no, it's like, it's not. Like what their expectations of what they think training should be like and then it's maybe not and then they yeah. have an attitude about it. And Damn. you get a lot in different countries, you get a lot of people who are trainers who have maybe had like two fights or very little experience. Yeah. So especially if they come over and especially if they come with someone else, yeah. like someone from their gym or something. and they Oh, yeah. They have to kind of show off because they're the coach from that gym. Yes. Aww. It's not often, but you do get it. I'm and sure. it's, I, I can see like, the ties are just like, oh, 
just in their face, just like, right, okay. And they just part with it. Mm. Um, but, yeah, it's definitely lost the traditional value there. So um, do you feel like Muay Thai has changed you in any way, like mentally, physically, spiritually? Yes, in all three. Physically, yeah. 1,000%. Wow. I used to be not fat, but definitely a lot bigger than what I am now and definitely no muscle whatsoever. Um, so that was actually... But you were playing rugby, thing. though. Yeah, but I was just like... I literally, I, I wasn't fat, I was just chunky, but I just could have <laughs> used my weight against like other people oh. and we used to play against the guys as oh. well so I used to run full pelt straight into them to just take them down that would just be my way so, so you needed that chunk yeah exactly <laughs> I used that as my advantage um, but it wasn't until I obviously got into Muay Thai and weight cuts and stuff like that right. was when I and the fact that I, I for rugby I never did any like weights or anything like that I just played oh you, but how about your training were you training it was just literally drills in the field and stuff like that. It was never weight um, associated at all. Mm-hmm. Whereas Muay Thai, you're training like six days a week, two, two times a day. Yeah, it's a lot. So I'm sure your, your body will just change from that as well as quitting weights for the fights. Yeah, and you get yeah. strength and conditioning programs now, food programs, everything, because the level is just on. Well, especially in the UK and Thailand, the level is unreal. Like the girls are good. And they're fit and they're strong and they're like in there doing weights. They're in there focusing in, in tiny muscles to make their punch that little bit stronger. So it's really like technical. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's definitely, yeah, it's not rugby. <laughs> it's definitely not rugby. Nice. Uh, so how about mentally and spiritually? Um, spiritually and mentally, yeah, 100%. I used to be quite a party person, like mm-hmm. going out a lot and drinking a lot. And I didn't really mentally think about anything I think yeah <laughs> um but now I'm much more ca- I, I yeah I used to have a really short temper me too <laughs> I did also Muay Thai saved me yeah exactly yeah. I was the same like I was getting into trouble and I was just uh it wasn't worth it and actually now that I actually know how to fight it's like no I don't need to yeah and it's it's actually really great that I can do that yeah and to show other people like um like my young brother and uh, family members and stuff that like I'm not like I wouldn't do that anymore like I can stand up and say no you know I don't need to get involved in that yeah and if I did I could put some serious damage on that person yeah exactly (laughs) it's this whole don't make me please don't make me yeah I don't want to because like you're gonna really suffer from it yeah no no it's definitely it's for sure, like you learn to control your emotions as well, learn how to control everything. So, yeah, if, when this, when trouble arises, you just don't want anything to do with it. Yeah, and also you, you're kicking and punching things all the time. You're kicking and punching things all the time, like in the gym. So, like when you're out on the street, you don't want to be kicking and punching things. No, um, no, you definitely don't. Have you ever had any street fights? Yes. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> a few. <laughs> Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, when I was younger, it was kind of just like normal. Mm-hmm. Like it was a, a normal kid thing to do, especially with the schools because the schools hated on schools. Right. And they would come to each other and then you'd end up in a fight or someone would say something. And I, as I said before, because I'm half Iranian, yeah. people will always, I used to get packy all the time. I, I'm half Thai. I got chink. <laughs> so I feel you. Yeah. <laughs> At least find out where I'm actually from. Come on. I know. I know. I so that you. would cause a fight because I would, 
my problem was when I was younger as well, I could not argue. I would stutter and get oh. like caught up in my words. So I would just punch someone. That would be my first reaction would just be like, hey, <laughs> like I, I'm not going to argue with you. I don't have the time to try and get my words together. So. Nice. <laughs> but yeah, it wasn't like, oh, it wasn't the smart way to go. And I'm thankful now that I'm not like that. So after Muay Thai, you never had any street fights? No, actually. Yeah, after Muay Thai, I nice. never. Honestly, nice. but before that, yeah. Yeah, I had I had a friend when I when I first started doing Muay Thai, like fighting in the fighting aspect. I had a friend who was just a party girl as well. I used to party a lot also. And she'd always want to make trouble when we went out. Mm-hmm. And I think it was because she knew that I could help her. Uh-huh. So I was just like her little bodyguard. So she's like starting to have trouble with people in the club, and I'm just like, God damn! Now I have to help you again. Like I don't want to fight people, but like, I have to jump in and like break up the fight and like put, yeah. Oh. So I was that. <laughs> I know what you mean because I had that as well. Like girls oh. would literally like my friends would be like barging into people and then like starting fights, and yeah. I'd be like, Hey! And they turned around to me and be like, Oh, you need like you need to help me. And I actually turned around and went, Hey! You started it, you deal with it. Nice. There was only on very rare occasions where I got involved. And then luckily, it didn't go to punches. Yeah. But I could, like, calm it down without going into a fight. That's strange, no, isn't it? Yeah. Like, like, girls do that. Yeah, like... But they want to test you. Or they, or they, maybe they just feel extra confident that their friend can, like, kick ass. So well, they want to try it. <laughs> yeah, they, I suppose in a way they kind of... They feel like they can get away with anything. Because mm. they have that protection, as you said. Um, but in the same sense that what you said about people like testing you, that I found came from other people. So if I was mm. out, someone would be like, oh, I know, I know she does Muay Thai. I know this. She thinks she's hard. So they'd approach me like that. And I'm like, damn. Oh, and like, I'd lucky would still be able to bring it down with like, look, why don't you just watch one of my fights? Do you really have to fight <laughs> me? Like, just go and watch it instead of like saying Wait, to me. Wait, so did they ever actually come up to you and like be physical with you? Well, try to be, yeah. Wow. Be like, oh, you, you think team? you're hard. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Push right? kick. <laughs> but the only thing is, especially in my town, when that sort of stuff happened, um, the bouncers knew me. So oh. they would look at me and be like, and I'm, like, <laughs> I'm not even doing anything. They came to oh. me. So yeah, and... I never ever got a check because like Ted, like I would have loved to just be like, yeah, just teep to the face, see you later. Yeah, I always but, like kind of in my head think of how it would go down, but yeah, it doesn't happen. No. <laughs> Maybe that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I could have done this, like kick to the leg and then like, teep to the face or whatever, you know. But yeah, it doesn't happen. Plan out the whole fight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> crazy. Okay, how um, worst memories or experiences with Muay Thai? Oh, oh I know. Okay, one of my worst oh yeah, one of my worst memories is cutting weight. Okay. Through cutting weight. And that's why I'm so like crazy with it now. Like I You get obsessed, right? Yeah, really yeah. obsessed with it now. Like with my food, like monitoring everything to make sure that I have perfect like, She brought me lots off. of chocolate and, and cookies, <laughs> by the way. And crystals. <laughs> I'm losing weight. I gotta cut weight and check my weight, so I'll give these to Jade. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's, I do have a sweet tooth, but when I cut weight, I'm like really like regimental with it because it's so important. Yes. And especially after as well, like people get that wrong. People cut weight, get on the scales and then afterwards just stuff their face and it's like, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. Like the food that you eat after is so important. Yes. Um, You're refueling your body. But when I, 
my like one of my worst memories is I can't wait for a fight. It was like it was my first fight actually. Oh wow! And then I um, ended up in hospital for four <gasps> days. So you didn't fight? No, I fought. And then afterwards, I was I had, basically I didn't know how to cut weight. I had no idea. And then I your, your trainer didn't help you. Well, I'd asked, and they were okay. like, "Oh, it's easy. Oh, you just go to the sauna." Oh so, no way! That's what? so energy draining. Yeah. Well, yeah. I decided to starve myself and go to the sauna, and then basically like um, deprive my kidney of like what it needed. <gasps> oh so my, my kidney was like uh, collapsing, <gasps> and I ended up in um, hospital for four days. It was causing my boss actually. He like I was lucky that he kind of pushed me to go because I was sitting in work, had a jumper on, and I was sweating, and I was like taking paracetamol because I'm so much pain. But I just assumed I'd fall, and it was from wow. that. And he's going, "You need to go. There's something wrong with you. You need to go to hospital." And I'm like, "No, I'm fine." And he's like, <gasps> "You're sweating and like freezing. There's something not right." And wow. then I went, <clears throat> and um, my temperature was over forty, and they were like, "Yeah, you, there's something really wrong. You're not leaving." And then I found out I was having um, kidney failure and <gasps> oh I gave my myself anemia. So I'm anemic now because of it. Oh my God, <laughs> that's so bad. So then you have to be extra careful cutting weight, of course, because, you know, you can't be so di- dehydrated. Yeah. You, know, you need to keep the minerals. It's so important. And um, I only just put up a big post the other day actually about it. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I was having a rant because basically um, somebody that I know contacted me about a weight cut. And they'd done it wrong and they hadn't had any advice on it. And then they were just going to starve themselves. And I was like, mm-hmm. you're insane. You've got two days before you're away and you cannot starve yourself. Like, listen to experience. Yeah. And I was like, and also, it's not even worth it. Like, yeah. if you do do that, you're not going to be up to the fight. So just stop. How much and weight did they have to cut? Not even much. It was like a, just under a kilo. Oh my god! I know, but it's nothing. We're beginning. Do that in one in a couple of hours. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, exactly. But because they're just beginning, everything. I and I get it because when I first started, it is really stressful. Everything's such a big deal, Um, and yeah, I was just like, no, you can't, you can't, like starve yourself. Don't be insane. Mm -hmm. What's your technique? Did you water loading? Yes. I water load, cut down my food, and then like obviously the last few days is just cutting the water out. Yeah, and. It's always the only time I never made weight was in China and that was my own fault because I hadn't put into consideration about flying over and oh. kind of swelling and then what I was going to eat there and they'd obviously just given us hotel food and it was like not nice yeah hotel. it's probably not the most nutritious yeah it's like really oily and stuff so I was like okay well I need to eat I'm here for like four days before the weight oh. the weigh in and it was I was meant to be 48 and I ended up being 48.4 when I weighed in. And you didn't allow 500 grams? Well, no, I, I mean, sorry, originally I was 49 and uh-huh. then they said, right, you've got two hours to lose. Oh, okay. So when I weighed in again, I was 48.4, but they accepted that. Okay. So. Um, yeah, couldn't wait. It's really tough, especially as a girl as well, because your body just holds on to so much more water. I know. Yeah, <laughs> I know. You put up about the... Um, the period thing. Yeah. Yeah, so I was asking, uh, has anyone ever what, fought on the... No, I didn't ask that. Uh, how about going through a weigh-in? Yeah, would you would you think it's okay to have a... Uh, maybe a one allowance. kilogram allowance from your weight, your weighing weight, if you're near your period or on your period? 
And it was kind of mixed. mixed. Yeah, because some people said no, some people said yeah. And like, don't get me wrong, I've done it and I've made weight fine. But I do understand it is a lot more stressful, especially if you go on like the day before and then you have an extra kilo to cut. And then it's like, oh my God. So I think like girls being girls, if you spoke to one another, yeah, it would be all right. I remember when there was um, the Muay Thai Angels and they brought all those fighters over here. Mm -hmm. And um, there's a girl from Australia or New Zealand and um, she struggled. She was on a period and she was in the sauna. She was in the steam room. She was running. She was killing herself. And she just couldn't get, like, the extra kilo or so off. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because your body just stops. It just, yeah, it just holds it. Yeah, that's what happened to me in China was, like, I was sweating. I mean, sweating loads, like, in the yeah. sauna and everything. And it wasn't changing on the scale. So I was like, oh. okay, my body's over, like, the temperature's too hot. So it's not actually losing any weight. Wow. So they ended up, like, I was like, you have to accept the weight or cancel the fight really yeah and like they've just flown you over and stuff so <laughs> but yeah. I kind of knew you're not really gonna do that yeah it's not much so. I think the, the one with Muay Thai Angel she had to like forfeit some of her money to her opponent yeah that I mean that sometimes is what they have to do but normally like in the UK they allow you half a kilo over oh, okay yeah, yeah it should be 500 grams yeah yeah but in China they were like no <laughs> I was like, oh gosh <laughs> Uh, how about best memories or experiences with Muay Thai? Oh, there's so many. <laughs> you can say a couple. Um, when I won my title, that was amazing because everyone expected me to lose. Oh, and then it's even more better. Yeah, yeah. and my ex-coach had gone to teach the girl <gasps> and had like, I didn't know this until like two days before because I'd seen a picture that he put up with her oh, and I was God. like... <gasps> And then he was there at the fight, like, walking out with her. And I was like, oh. And I knew it was, like, deliberate to get at me. Yeah. And I was just kind of like, okay. And then it actually spurred me on more to get the win. Um, Wow. So that was, yeah, that was uh, an amazing feeling. And there's actually, there's a picture that just captures it that I've got of me just being like, yes. But, um, yes, that was an amazing feeling. And then. He was probably training her against your style because he knows exactly how you train and fight. Damn. And I think it, he suggested, I think, I don't know if it's true, so I can't <laughs> say it is, but he suggested my name for us to fight. Oh. So it was wow. definitely like, He's really got some match. bitter. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, it was what it was, and I, I walked away the winner, awesome. so it was good for me. Yeah. Um, so that, and I think being able to fly to different countries and fight, I've got to say, every time that I do that, and even going home now on the shows, it's just an amazing feeling every mm-hmm. single time. Just, so where have you fought? Um, China, S- Switzerland, here, uh, UK and, well, I mean, England and Scotland now. So oh, not, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I fought in England, Thailand, Malaysia and Hong Kong. Oh, nice. Yeah, so yeah, you really get like go around the, pl- go around the place, yeah, and like uh Fight, show your skills. But it's hard because you're always fighting someone, obviously, from that other country. So then you're kind of underdog. Yeah, and a little bit bit hated. Yeah. But, yeah, that's great. Yeah, it can be a bit awkward with that as well. I remember when I fought in Switzerland, actually, it was quite funny because I went and weighed in and they were just kind of like, okay, on you go. And, like, I'm standing there waiting for my opponent and they're like, no, just go. And I'm like, where is she? Like, she weighed No, I didn't see her weigh in. They didn't tell me what she weighed. <gasps> I didn't find out anything, but I was just like, oh, do you know what? I don't even care. Was she bigger? 
No idea. Literally, didn't they didn't tell me. I didn't know. No, I when you were in the ring. Oh, um, no, I would say that she's roughly the same size. Okay. Yeah. How'd the fight go? I won. Nice. Yeah, but that's I think cool. that actually, that sort of thing helps me because it yeah. pisses me off. Yeah, yeah. So true. I'm just kind of using that in the fight. So it's a little bit of a motivation. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. No, it's true though. Um, I was going to say your biggest promotion that you fought on. Um, around the world yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I fought on oh god FF in China that was good that was big um, FF yeah if not quietly that's you <laughs> <laughs> um, Faith Fight series in China that was Faith really, Fight Faith Faith, faith. Oh, <laughs> that's the accent Faith <laughs> Fight <laughs> And uh, a few in the UK that have been really big. Um, Smash Muay Thai, Roar Combat League, um, Rebellion. I know it was their first show, but they had the best fighters on that show just recently that we went on. Um, And yeah, a few others in the UK that have been really big. Um, Actually, in the UK, the fight scene is really good for Muay Thai it is and it's definitely it's growing and growing yeah Yeah, the quality is so good some of the fighters coming from the UK are amazing I have to agree like the level is high Mm. and it's crazy because when I first started there was like no girls to fight now there's loads and they're all like good level good fighters and fight properly not come to just play yeah yeah they all want it and that's that's good so you definitely see a difference of fighting in Thailand and fighting in the West. Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, for instance, like when I fought in Switzerland, it just wasn't the same. Yeah. Like, the level was not the same. And even when I fought in China. In a good way or a bad way? Um, it wasn't as good. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Like, well, I mean, like, no offense to you. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to the Swiss. <laughs> yeah. No offense. I mean, there is some really good. Um, one of my friends, she's from Switzerland. She's a great fighter. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so there is ups and downs, but it's not like the UK where it's all, like, high level. Right. Um, I think they're still going through, because there's it's also not a lot of Muay Thai there. It's K1 mainly, so I think oh, it's just okay. them building it up. Yeah. Um, China, it's the same. Like, I think the... K1, they obviously try and push more. Yeah. And they're just kind of stepping into Muay Thai. Um, but once they get that, like, flowing more, yeah, I think, yeah, the level will be good. And I'm definitely keen on Muay Thai as well. So it's, it's growing and growing in China. Growing everywhere, I think, actually. Yeah, I have to yeah. agree. It really yeah. is. It is. It's getting big. Absolutely. And everyone's actually knowing what it is now. Yeah, that's true. been like, Muay Thai? What, no Thai that? boxing? It's like kickboxing, but... Yeah. <laughs> with elbows and knees and yeah that's why it's there I always say that like, but I'm like yeah but we do elbows and knees and that's the best part so yeah. <laughs> um, your toughest fight oh Amy Parney the one where you got the cut that. right yeah, yeah. Um, that was tough in two ways tough mentally and just a tough fight um, she, she broke my jaw as well Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, she broke my jaw. And it was really funny because Chris Shaw was in my corner. Yeah. And we were kind of, like, having a laugh in the third round where it was, like, I had the car and my, like, well, actually, he, we both didn't know at the time that my jaw was broken, but I was, like, in Ouch. pain. And uh, he just kind of said to me, oh, um, 
we've kind of tried everything that I had planned. Um, just survive. <laughs> oh, like, so wait, so you realized that mid mid fight? Yeah, like we we both knew that it was Fuck. gonna be like a really tough fight because she's she's just great. I really look up to her. She mm. is great, and it was an honor to be sharing the ring with her. Wow. Um, and I went, obviously, I went there with anything can happen. Like, there, you can beat people. Like, yeah. it, it, I never went there going, oh, yeah, I'm just going to lose the fight. It wasn't like that at all. Like, I went there to fight, to win. Yeah. And, um, yeah, by the third round, like, after the third round, he was just kind of like, yeah, well, we both were just kind of, I was like, what next? What do, what do oh we try my now? God. And he's going, oh, yeah, like, just survive oh my god you're calling to say that (laughs) just try and stay alive okay (laughs) don't die that's the plan and my because my brother was there as well my brother's like standing in the corner going (gasps) because of the cut he was like hands up hands up and chris turns around to him and tells him to shut the up and i was like i was laughing so much i was like this is just hilarious because it was just like one of those situations you either laugh or you cry yeah that's true so you gotta laugh i've been there too yeah Yeah. i've like because i've I've put weight so much and then in the the fight i had no power i was getting thrown around and i got through on the floor once or like kicked on the floor and then uh, i just i just started laughing to myself i'm like this is stupid (laughs) like i have no power so yeah yeah you're just like oh like what do i do like that's (laughs) That feeling that I felt when I was fighting, I was like, I have no idea. Like, I'll just stand here. Wow. So did you watch the fight back and see, like, from when she hit you and your jaw broke? Uh, Was it a punch, a knee, or a kick? It was an uppercut. Wow. It's actually a picture of the shot um, as well of when she did it. And um, after that, like, the next couple of weeks were difficult because, one, I could barely move my jaw. And then I had this huge, Ouch. like, ball here. And, um, Why? Because it was, like, well, it was, like, fractured oh, here. Ouch. So it, like, swollen because yeah. of that. And it was just so big. Like, Chris was sitting, like, pushing it in the gym. I was like, oh, it's <laughs> He was like, I oh, just he wanted to just see what it felt like. And it was solid. <laughs> I know. I know. It feels like a broken jaw. <laughs> yeah. Stop pushing For me, it felt like a broken jaw. To him, it just felt like a hard lunch. Um, but yeah, it, it was difficult to eat and stuff at the yeah. start. But yeah, it's kind of, it was an amazing experience. Mm. And it's definitely a fight that I want to go back to. I, I want to have another match with her. Definitely. Oh, cool. Um, I've been watching like her latest fights and stuff, and actually, every time that she stops someone, it makes me feel good because I lasted five rounds. <laughs> like, that happened to me. <laughs> yes, I actually know made it to five rounds. Oh, that's so good. It's, yeah, I'm taking those little wins at the moment. No, yeah, no, definitely, it, it does help. Um, so yeah, we was, before we discuss like you know creepy guys saying things, uh, so uh, any other annoying comments, questions, or criticism as a female fighter? Yes. Yep. Um, well. I've, I mean, you must have had these comments as well. Yeah, I've had a guy, like, my friend, and then she, like, maybe had a new boyfriend, and I told her, like, he found out that I was a fighter. He's like, women can't fight. Oh, my God. I'm like, I'm not even going to talk to this girl anymore. Like, she's not, she's not even my friend. I would have been like, fight me now. <laughs> like, I can fight you. Yeah. That's kind of, like, normally when someone says that, like, because they do. They yeah. criticize it quite bad. And my my dad is like that. That's oh, why God. we butt heads because he's just like, well, you just don't do it the same. I'm like, 
oh, you have no idea. <laughs> um, but yeah, you get people that turn around and go, oh, you know, like, in fact, one of my first fights, I had someone tell me before going in the ring, remember to punch and kick. And I was like, oh my God, that's so annoying. What am I going to do? Like, sorry. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize. I was, oh, I thought I was going to play tennis. No, I know I've got a punch and kick. It's a fight. Oh my God. Um, but that was, that was amusing more than anything. And then there's, like, other people who just make comments like, oh, so, like, does it not hurt? Mm. Yeah, <laughs> it does hurt, but you don't feel that. Like, do you want to try? I'll, I'll punch you in the face right now. You want to try it? Yeah, <laughs> they're just going to be like, oh, like, oh, I don't know. You do. You get some really strange comments, and mainly from men. Yeah. Women don't tend to ask too much. Maybe they're, like, they don't know what to ask. They get caught off guard, like, oh. She's a fighter, and then you kind of like move away a little bit, and then they don't know what to say. Yeah, I get that a lot. Like a little bit of awkwardness. Yeah, a little bit of awkwardness. I'm just like, okay, well, still human, I'm still here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or you, or you get the comments, kind of like, oh, she's not going to want to do that because oh, she she fights or something. Yeah. Like, Have you asked me? Yeah. Like, I might want to go out too or something like. I'll that. Do my nails maybe? Yeah. Like before a fight, like yeah. you know, do my toenails before a fight. Like, <laughs> I do like girly things. Like, mm. just because I'm a fighter doesn't mean I'm all butch and everything. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay, so um, your opinion on the female fighting scene in the UK and in Thailand? Both, I think, are really good at the moment. Mm-hmm. They're both, like, well, especially at this moment in time. There's loads of good matches going on. Yeah. And it's really exciting. I love it. Like, I love following it and stuff. We've got uh, Amy and Lomani who are going to fight. Yeah, oh, always it's okay. There, judge me. Um, they're fighting, I think, September in Sweden. Mm. And that's a really interesting fight. Cool. I'm really excited about that. And we've got Rona and Danny Fall fighting in October, I think. I might have got that wrong, but that's another really good fight. They're fighting for the UK number one. Spot. Oh, wow. I fought Rona four times. Like, we're good friends. <laughs> we fought yeah, yeah, four yeah. times. Twice here and twice in the UK. But she's just like, she's one of the nicest people I've ever met. And um, she's at number one at the moment. And Danny's uh, challenging her for that spot. Oh, they fought cool. um, under If My Rules. So mm-hmm. like pads and everything like oh, that. Okay. But like I said, me and Rona had a conversation about it. it. I think it's difficult to go from A class with nothing to then go all padded up. You, I mean, I've never done but it. Why but why that? Why are they fighting with if my reels? Because it was to get into the Olympic or oh. um, like qualify for the Olympic team right, or something right. like that. So the, the event is is sanctioned by IFMA? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, but I just thought it must feel really strange yeah. to go from nothing to then having all this, like, everything. But really? Yeah. All the, the, all the protection? Yeah, like bodyguard, everything. Oh, God. So I was like, I'd, I um, wasn't there anyway, but like I wouldn't have gone forward for it anyway yeah. because I don't think I would have been able to perform. I've right. never fought with like the entire uh, body protection yeah. and shin pads and elbow pads. I've done, I've done shin pads. Oh, I've done elbow pads. Yeah, shin pads and elbow pads, but not the body or the head. Yeah. Yeah. I've done it with the elbow pads, but yeah, not none of the rest. I'd, oh, I think I would feel really strange. But you can't move. I'd feel like very restricted. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's in the clinch. <laughs> I know. Uh, and yeah. yeah, it's just and your shots like you could be hitting really hard, and they're like, "Oh, it's nothing." Yeah, because you're getting protected by yeah. a body shield. 
Um, so that will be an interesting fight because uh, Danny won on um, on points in the if if my rules. Um, so yeah, when they fight without all that, mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. Yeah, interesting. But yeah, female fight scene. I think it, compared to like maybe five years ago or more, it's definitely definitely grown everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, and the level, like you said, has gotten, gotten much better. There's more opportunities for us now. Yes. Still not enough. Yeah, not enough. Say that. No. Still not enough. But there's definitely a lot more opportunities. And um, it seems to be growing. And they're realizing that we fight hard. The females fight hard. And it's not like... I think we actually take it more personally and fight slightly harder because we have that whole judgmental side of it as well. Like people just kind of we're trying to prove to them that we're there for a reason and it's not to just act like a fighter. It's yes. to actually be a fighter and fight hard. Mm-hmm. We're not playing. Because I've met plenty of people and, for instance, on Soy Taid that are female fighters to find a guy oh. or to, <laughs> like, just say, like, oh, I'm a fighter. Like, the girls that message you and, like, oh, I want to fight you. Yeah. Uh, you just want to call yourself a fighter. That's cool. You go ahead and do that, but don't, like, bother me because you're in it for a different reason. Yeah. Um, But now there's so many of the girls that are, like, in it to fight and fight hard. Yeah. And then I saw in uh, Burma, they're having, Myanmar, they're having the WLF. Yeah. And they've got a female fighter signed up for that as well. So that's Left Way, which is uh, what I was talking about with David. When we have, it's pretty much Muay Thai, but, like, much more brutal with the headbutts. Yeah. (laughs) Headbutts. I did see that. I did see that. And uh, someone, would you fight that? Well, see, this is the funny thing. Someone said to me about it because uh, in Scotland, that is a little thing we call it the Glasgow kiss. Is when oh. you headbutt someone, but like in a bar or something like that, like yeah, a street yeah. fight. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's a term for like. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, know yeah, I, call I it think Glasgow that, kiss. I think it, even in, in England, when people brawl, like they usually. Do a little headbutt, headbutt yeah, for yeah. some reason. But it's a different type of style of headbutt than what they do in left way. Yeah. Because uh, the British one, <laughs> British headbutt, <laughs> they just go like, uh, they, they stand face to face and literally just smack their head against the other guy. Whereas from left way, in Myanmar in the fights, they'll like tuck down and like shove their body up, up. really fast and kind of lodge their head into the other guy's face. Yeah. yeah. I, I still said to the, like, the person who said it to me, I was like, yeah, no. Thanks. Yeah. I don't really want to be headbutting people. I'd quite prefer not to, but interesting to watch. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't want to do it either, to be honest. I do want to fight in the MMA gloves, though. Okay. At Muay Thai. Oh, you know, Brooke Farrell actually messaged me. She was also looking to fight Muay Thai with MMA gloves. Um, yeah. But yeah. I, mean, I have s- not really seen girls do that either. Well, there was one I seen on that, um, on the Thai... MX? Yeah, MX. That's no, it. they were going to fight. Yeah, it didn't happen, Yeah, did it? it didn't happen. Yeah, I thought so, because I seen the advert for it, and then never seen the fight, and I was yeah. like, what happened? So at that time, uh, MX got contracted by Chinese sponsors, okay. so they had to cancel all of their, whatever they were going to do, and just kind of cater to the Chinese. Oh. Yeah, but now, now they've got, now the contract's finished, so they're trying to go back to normal programming. Okay, yeah. well, definitely. I mean, one championship, they have the girls doing it in the gloves. And I think it's, yeah, it's exciting. It's something slightly different. And it definitely turns the game. Yeah. Because it's different from getting punched with a boxing glove. 
Yeah, I've, I've, I think I got punched with a six ounce, and I definitely felt that compared to the eight ounce. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm sure the four ounce MMA gloves, you're really going to feel it. In Bangalore Stadium, it's four ounce gloves. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. When I fought Rona, um, we put the gloves on and we both turned around. <gasps> They're four ounce gloves. And she was like, yep. Oh my god! So, yeah, that was quite. <laughs> What's your style? Are you a puncher? Are you think you're a muay femur at the same time, which is like all different weapons and style? Um, I like to think I'm muay femur because I like to change it up or try to change it up mm-hmm. as much as I possibly can. Um, but I do love an elbow. <laughs> I do, and I can't even like hide that. Oh, I'm, I'm always trying to find a way of getting an elbow in at some point and my trainers sometimes are like Yasmin what are you doing I remember when I first started kind of throwing elbows and I was like (laughs) yeah and my coach was like never do that again never that was so bad sorry just wanted to elbow I think like there's somewhat of an unwritten rule or unspoken rule between the ties that if I don't elbow you then you're not going to elbow me yeah. And then once you do throw an elbow, then they start to throw elbows at you and you're like, oh shit, why did I do that? <laughs> well, I heard it was in the first two rounds. There was like an unwritten rule of you don't throw elbows in the first two mm. rounds uh, when you're fighting a tie. Yeah. Uh, out with that, then okay. But yeah. Yeah. I heard that. <laughs> but I also, actually, I seen my friend, he he is Thai and he fought a tie yeah. and the, he came over to him and said like, like no elbows before the fight. And then the other guy threw the elbow first. Aww. And I was like, that's rude. That's not okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was quite an interesting fight. I think maybe like a, a lot of the ties do that because maybe they have a fight coming up not long after that one. Yes. So they don't want to get cut, which is understandable. Yeah, I do. I do get that. Because yeah. um, I had that experience in January. I fought mm. four times in um, the one month. Wow. And I kind of realized like after, well, the last one luckily was when I got cut. You realize at the last one. <laughs> I was kind of like, that could have happened before. Yeah. <laughs> and then you had to cancel like all of them. Yeah, exactly. It would have so, been a problem. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, going back to the female fight scene, um, how do you think it could be improved or what would you like to see improved? More opportunities. More um, like people asking about female fighting. Because yeah. that, that's one thing I struggle uh, to see is, no, I know you've done the page and that's perfect that you're, uh, you've got the female fighters page up on Facebook and putting up about like fighters wanted for this, fighters wanted yeah. for that. But there isn't a lot of that for females I get a lot of weirdos trying to add themselves into that group as well. And I'm like, decline, <laughs> decline. Yeah, I bet, you, I bet you get a lot of mess, a weird messages from that also. Yeah, well, you get this filtering box and I don't really open that. Oh, I don't go there. You should, you should do a podcast on going through the, those messages. That would be hilarious. I, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that would be really funny. But I mean, there should be a lot more opportunities out there for females to um, get on to cards. Yeah, and at least have two, not just one. Because I know it's a, a whole like, oh, two's too many. But it's not. Mm. We're we're two, at good two level. female fights on the card. Yeah, yeah, get good level fighters and uh, at least have one or two. I mean, mo- there's a lot of cards that don't even have any females mm-hmm. fighting on them. Like, Thai Fight had female fights a yeah. while ago and then stopped. just stopped. That's it. I know. <laughs> I, yeah, because I've seen that. That was, um, it was last year. Pechi Ja, she fought. Yeah. 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 And she's, she's cracking. Amazing. She's really good. Mm-hmm. But they need more like that. Yeah. Just one. Okay, that's fine. It's better than none. But um, Super Champs having uh, Brooke Farrell against Sarsing Sopit. July seventh, I think. Yes, yeah. yeah, I did see that. That's a that's a good fight. I'll be watching that for yeah. sure. 
but it's good. Like they just need to remember that we're here and that we yeah. do fight and we're uh, we're up for the challenge. So to put us on it would be great. I mean, um, I did a I did a boxing fight last year. Or first Where? in uh, um, in Horhen. Oh, okay, that's random. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was really random. Um, they contacted a friend of mine, actually, and she passed them to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just happened to be that I'd just been doing boxing for a little while because I'd had a bad injury in my leg. Mm. And they were like, well, do you want to do it? I was like, yeah, why not? Yeah, I would. I'd definitely try boxing. I like it. I like. I love sparring, just boxing. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Honestly, it How was many rounds? so much fun. Uh, it was four rounds. Oh, oh, four. Yeah, it was random. <laughs> It's very, all of this is very random. <laughs> yeah, the whole thing was a bit random. But um, yeah, it was it was really good. I really enjoyed it. Oh, cool. Um, it was nice to just mix it up a little bit. It was like a whole boxing card or just like your fight or a couple of fights? It was majority boxing. And then it was like the last one or two was Muay Thai. Oh, okay. Strange. Yeah, it, it, it really was. <laughs> nice, but that's good. You know, a different type of opportunity and experience for you. Yeah, yeah, mm. and a, a new circle as well. Yeah. Um, it was nice to meet some of the people. There was a lot of Philippines. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Filipinos love boxing. They're yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I know there's a gym here, Lion's Head, in, uh, in Bangkok. And, like, there, it's. I think the manager or the owner is Filipino. And, like, a lot of students are also Filipino. And they've uh-huh. got its own little community of Filipino boxes in Bangkok. <laughs> yeah. so There's just one section that's just full of Filipinos. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so if you ever want to meet a Filipino or do boxing, it's over there. <laughs> you know? yeah. That's funny because you do find that with um, different cultures. Mm. They sort of group together. Yeah. Like I found it, especially at AKA, when people hear my name, if they're Iranian, they'll come to me. Right. And I'm like, no. Do you speak? No, I don't. No. I know because um, my mum and dad spelled when I was young, mm. so I don't speak it. And they'll come up to me, and the first thing is like, "Yeah, do you speak Farsi?" And then they're like asking me millions and one questions about everything, oh. and I'm kind of like, "Oh, okay," but they won't talk to anyone else. Yeah, it would just be me, and it's because I'm Iranian. And yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah, I kind of float with everyone. Yeah, <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then there's a Phuket Fight Club, and it's like all Brazilians. Yeah, well, I've seen them actually started to mix it up now. They're actually taking other people on. But I, I remember at one point people were saying like they're not like accepting anyone but Brazilians. And then oh no, my friend, my friend trains with them. He's half Thai, half French. Yeah, he's kind of become Brazilian now. I think <laughs> this, this is the thing, though. They do because like, no, I've got two friends that train there as well, or yeah. one's left now. But and there's another girl there. And um, before they went there, I was kind of like, "Are you allowed?" Like I just knew it was all brazilians that trained there but they have really good training they have really good training and they're actually a gym that i uh, respect a lot because they push the fighters yeah they work hard for the fighters it's hard to find that now yeah some of the the brazilians who are like the managers there or whatever like i've known them in from thailand for a long time they've lived in thailand for such a long time they used to live in bangkok fighting and everything so um yeah they all kind of they all moved together to Phuket and made their own little community. <laughs> Quite literally. Yeah, literally. <laughs> okay, because mm-hmm. I, f- I fought um, in China with a couple of them. Oh, right. And they were really lovely. Yeah, and nice I fought against them as well yeah. um, in Phuket. But they really, like, I, that's one thing I noticed was how much they push and, like, um, help their They're fighters. very passionate people. Yeah. 
they get them good fights they promote them well um yeah it's yeah it's a good place Mm -hmm. Uh, how about mental blockages and how have you overcome yep i've definitely had mental blockages ever just sometimes maybe before training and before fight you're like why am i doing this (laughs) yes i've actually gone into the ring i'm like oh shit i don't feel like fighting today <laughs> I'm yeah. in the ring already, girl. Yeah, exactly. It, you've got like it's too far now. Like yeah. you have no choice. Yeah, I've had that, but it's been because like something's happened. So yeah. uh, the last time that I had that was my one of the coaches at the gym made me a monko, mm-hmm. and it wouldn't fit on my head. Oh no! I hadn't so tried it on before. Yeah, I had, like which was stupid of me. But it was only like a couple of days before the fight, and uh, I just assumed it would fit got to the ring and my coach is putting it on my head and he's like it's not gonna fit and oh. I'm like oh, what and he's like it's not gonna fit and then mentally I was like I've lost already oh because no because I was just like how can, <laughs> how can things go right now like this is no actually my wife this means I'm gonna it. lose just cancel already yeah I like, felt like that because I was like I've got to do my Y crew without it like this is just weird and yeah and I was just kind of like I was even thinking at the time like how how can I possibly make this fit on my head? And it was just not happening. So, um, yeah, that was, I just got on with the fight. But I did actually lose that fight. Aww. I think it was like, yeah. In your head already. Yeah. yeah. I think if you think you're going to lose, then 100% you're yeah. going to lose. Yeah. Um, mental side of it is really difficult. And a lot of people struggle with that. Mm. Myself included. Like, I've really done a lot of meditation and um I work with crystals and stuff yeah which is why I gave you crystals <laughs> um and I really like use them for different energies for empowerment of like when I'm feeling a bit nervous when I'm feeling like my head's not straight when I need to focus um I use meditation and just like take myself away from people mm. and folk like sit there study fights or, or just write uh, what I'm going to do in my next fight or something like yeah. that to get my mental side um, ready. I've done all of that. Yeah. I think it's really yeah. important. I think, like, it's something that we don't get told about before. Yeah. And it's something that when you get to the higher levels, it's, yeah, it's needed. It's needed. Have you ever cried during training? After. Oh, uh, really? I've cried during. Yeah. I've um, seen other girls cry during as well. They just kind of, like, get all emotional sometimes the hormones are all out of balance and like you just kind of break down in the middle of like punching the pad hitting the pads and then your trainer's like what's wrong you're like I don't even know I don't know (laughs) I've seen like I've seen and heard loads of my friends like I've done it and I have cried but after I'm too stubborn to cry during that's nice I get really angry oh yeah and if you ask me a question at that point I'll probably I will be that's the thing I'll be really rude because I know if I speak to you, I'm going to cry. So I won't speak to you. I'll just ignore you. And then afterwards, I'll cry. Then I'll come back and say, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to ignore you. I was just having a moment. <laughs> so it was like a really weird, because some people said to me like, why, why do you apologize? Like, it's cool. And I'm like, no, like, I can't, I can't even look at them. So someone will talk to me and I'll literally just walk straight past them. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, no, I need to just take it out. But do your trainers like see it and then try and like poke the bear like no try, oh they're like what's wrong and they try and comfort you and you're just like i don't know what's wrong just like, never mind leave it forget it i'm not crying just pretend i'm not crying <laughs> you're hitting the pads no <laughs> like, no my, my trainer's trying to use poke like really? trying yeah, they're like because <laughs> they know when i get super angry that it's that and they're Aww. like oh like 
oh, you're going to cry, aren't you? And it gets me more angry. <gasps> oh. And I'm like, oh. And then, yeah, I think it's not, I know they're not doing it maliciously. It's more of a bantering way. Yeah, but still. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I'm like, I literally want to kill you right now. Like, really, if you didn't have the pads, I would be hitting you this hard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's so true, though. And I've, I've seen other girls crying during training, and the trainers are looking at me like, what shall I do? I'm like, just leave her. It's fine. She's just being hormonal. It's normal. Yeah. Like, like, oh, and then all the trainers start to panic. <laughs> yeah, I have seen that. I've seen that where they're just like, it's just completely out of their comfort zone yeah. a little bit. And they feel bad because they think that they've done something. It's like, no, we're just female. And we just have these moments where we have to cry and <laughs> let it out. So Yeah, because we're like, when you're... Being, when your emotions and your hormones are all over the place and, and you're pushing yourself in training so hard as well that you just kind of like pushing yourself to so much of an extent. Everything's just extreme at that moment. Yeah, so you just kind of burst. Yeah. yeah. And you're questioning life. You're questioning everything. You're like, why yeah. am I doing this to myself? <laughs> like, what's wrong with me? And yeah, it's just everything gets on top of you at that point. <sighs> but then you overcome it and it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The next day you you're like, it. hey, <laughs> and that's when you really get the funny looks where they're like what is wrong with you like yeah yesterday you were here crying your eyes out and today you're happy as like larry like <laughs> excited to train yeah um do you feel like muay thai has changed your approach to other things in life um yeah yeah definitely i mean muay thai has changed my entire life um i've quite literally dropped everything for it like wow dropped work, left where I lived, um, left boys because of it. Mm -hmm. Like, literally everything is... <laughs> Joel true. just shook his head. <laughs> it's true. Like, I told I've... you yesterday, I said the same thing. I was like, I'm, I was just focused. Like, I had my eyes on the prize. I wanted to fight and my, my focus was my fight and all these guys were just annoying me. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and that's literally, like, right now, that's exactly where I am. Like, I am totally, like, at this moment, I can't have a guy in my life yeah. at all because <laughs> it's really bad that just a little bit of tension that they want is too much for me to give. Yes. I just have to focus on training. And I think also I feel bad sometimes where I'll be like canceling on that or like having a go at them or being like angry or something because I'm tired or whatever. And I know it's training related, but I will take it out on them. Yeah. And I'm just kind of like, I can't do this. You know, I can relate to you so much. It's hilarious. But it's so true. It's like so you end up being like, oh, sorry. Like screaming at them one minute and then being like, oh yeah, do you know what? This isn't working. It's not actually your fault. It's my fault. But we're just I didn't it. even want this in the beginning, to be honest. Yeah. But like, now we're here. I don't know, so now we have to break up. I'm sorry. Yeah, that is it as well. It's like, you're kind of like, no, like, I don't think this is a good idea. You know already that this is not a good idea. Then you go into it thinking, oh, I have to try. I need to like see if it can work. Yeah, like maybe like he could be different. Or yeah. you know, the situation could be a little bit different now than like a few months ago. Yeah. <laughs> and then, no, it's not different at all. And you're just like, you know what, like, I can't do this. I'm sorry. And then they're always, uh, which is kind of bad. Like they think that they've done something wrong. And it's like, really, you, you, like this isn't just those one liners where you say, it's not you, it's me. It literally <laughs> is me and Muay Thai. I'm yeah. sorry. Like I've kind of married myself to Muay Thai. Yeah. No, it's true. It's true. You do like, you become married to it. Yeah. It's your daily everything. It's all you think about. It's all you do. It's all you, yeah, your entire focus and everything that you wake up for in the morning is for like your training towards the fight. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, with you. I'll let you in a nap. You want to take a nap? So you don't want to see the guy. <laughs> that as well. Like it's or, my nap time, though. You know. <laughs> that is so bad because that is so true. When someone like obviously they you they want to see you, and it's kind of like you kind of want to see that, but you don't really because you know that you should be sleeping. And then you do, like you make that leeway and you see them. Then you get more angry because you're more tired and then you really are blaming them because you're like, well, I should have had a nap when you were there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Oh, God. God. It's not their fault. Got to say that. It's It's not not their fault. It's definitely Poor guys. They are getting hurt everywhere by these female fighters. (laughs) We just want to take naps. Yeah. (laughs) Naps and punch people in the face. Yeah. What can we do? (laughs) Who's your uh, favorite female fighters right now? That's difficult. I can say more than one. Yeah, I've got quite a few. I mean, um, Amy Parney. Um, I like following her. I love how she is when she fights. I just, yeah. She's really, really good. I also like um, Rona, my my friend. Mm-hmm. Like, she's a great fighter. I really respect. She's just such a nice girl as well. And we just sit there and we have such a laugh together. Like, because when I'm home, we train together. And she's coming out here. We're going to train together. And, oh, nice. yeah, it's just, I like that. Um, who else? I like Iman Balo. Yes. Yeah, yeah definitely. Just, oh, she fights with such ease. Like, Oh. I mean, she's had hundreds, over 100 fights, so yeah. I know, but I remember but at the beginning of amazing. my fight, like, that was, like, of my fight, of my fighting career, she was one of the people that I was like, oh my God, like, this girl, like, I want to be like that. Yeah. And yeah, still is. Um, there's so many of them, yeah. Any ties? Oh, yeah, there's loads. Well, I used, do you know what? I, I fought her in the end, but um, oh. at the start, Pet Shampoo. Shampoo, I don't know her. Well, she fights a lot in, um, well, she did fight a lot in Phuket and around the, uh, around that area. And that when I first came to Thailand, yeah. that was someone who uh, Sandra fought. Um, San- oh. Sandra. From Sweden? Yeah. Ah. I was going to attempt to say her last name. Yeah, I don't, I'm, I don't, sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> I am sorry, but I can't say it. Um, she fought, and I'm thinking, oh, I really want to fight her. She's really good. Oh, cool. And she's really, like, Nice style and her white crew is really beautiful and mm-hmm. all this sort of stuff. So it was, it was her. Then now, Lomani. Oh, Lomani, yeah. Yeah. I cool. really love watching her. I also love watching uh, Wonder Girl. Oh, yeah. Wonder Girl's good. Um, oh, there's loads. There's Chomini was good. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I love the way Chomini fought. Yeah. Definitely. Mm. There is, I mean, there is some really talented female fighters and dedicated. Um, yeah. I think... I couldn't just pick like one or two. I think I would just have to say them all and different for different reasons. Yeah. Um, How yeah. about male fighters? Male fighter. Ooh. <laughs> then and now, do you ever watch like old golden era Muay Thai and like Sama yeah. Payakurun? Or you know? well, there's loads of fight like fighters that I knew from back then. That, yeah. Like don't fight anymore now. Yeah. Like what? One of my friends, um, actually, his name's Tim Thomas. He was really big um uk fight he actually gave me the bug to want to fight abroad oh and um, he told me many stories about him fighting in Aww. like japan and all this sort of stuff and having and he like described how having his name in lights made it made him feel Aww. and i remember going i want that like <laughs> i want to feel like that and I, when i fought in china um the first time i remember going this is what this feels like oh <laughs> 
Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they get really all out with the LED screens. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> and the longest catwalk ever that you have to really? walk down. Yeah, I was like, what is this? Like, <laughs> why is it like? I might as well get a bus to the <laughs> ring. It was so long. Mm. Um, but yeah, there's like there's loads of different uh, fighters that I've looked at past and present as well, like John Harrison. John Haggerty now, mm-hmm. um, even before God, he was good, but now he's really getting in the light in his prime. He's twenty two years old, yeah, and he's Bridge. doing all, yeah, he's doing amazing. Um, who else can I think? Obviously, you've got like Liam Harrison and all that there, and you've got my my friend Chris Shaw as well. He's really good. Um, he's just likes his food. <laughs> and has he fear. fought for a while or is he still fighting yeah yeah oh. he fought um in february yeah he fought in february um and he's fighting again in a couple of months time i think it's possibly it no i know it is possibly it's not confirmed yet against jake purdy um so that would be a, uh, another good fight it's just getting the like the match. Sometimes they mismatch with the guys, yeah. and it's just getting the right levels. Right, that's true. Um, Even in Thailand, you know, there's always mismatch. Mismatches. <laughs> Why can I say that? Mismatches. Sorry, I can never talk. So, <laughs> um, yeah, there is a lot of mismatches, mm-hmm. um, but it's depending on how they take it. Mm-hmm. Really, sometimes, well, it's going to be better for one than it is the other. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean. I um, had a podcast with Senchai. No, I seen that. Yeah, and I asked him like, "What's who do you think is going to be the next talent or the next big thing?" And he's like, "To be honest, he wasn't so impressed with the fighters right now, the Taiwans. Yeah, yeah, he's like, they don't really show enough weapons, you know, because Senchai he does everything. Mm-hmm. You know, he he puts out all the all the weapons that he could, and um, the Thai fighters right now they play kind of safe, and they just do the basics over and over again, the kick and the punch or whatever, and on the clinch, but nothing that's spectacular yeah, yeah i i have to actually agree with that i do um it's only like i mean because i'm in the local stadiums a lot that's where you've seen the talent because they are fighting like there's a lot more foreigners now so they're using the extra techniques that they've learned yeah. and know because it's like new to them so they're excited about it but the ones that you're seeing like fighting regularly on the tv and stuff yeah it's kind of basic they're just using their ring experience against the uh, foreigner fighters um i mean sanchai yeah he's like oh god he's amazing yeah and um also lardzilla yeah who they used to train together and i used to train with them lardzilla and top team and i just love how their style like they're both quite the same they're yeah. both um my female and like Oh, it's just, I can't land a hand on Lardzilla ever. And I'm assuming it would be exactly the same if I ever sparred with Sanchai. It would just be like, <laughs> you're a toy. It's so dynamic and just, yeah, so fast as well. But it's interesting. Yeah. Whereas now when you're just watching the ties and yeah, and it is, there's nothing. Kicking a punch and then a clinch and then over and over again. Yeah, and that's yeah. not what they're drilling in the gyms as well now mm. what they're teaching everyone right is the same and it's kind of like no like teaches the little secrets and um the fact i mean look like my trainer is good we do all the like sneaky little elbows because i'm nice. obsessed yeah yeah and i'm always like teach me another one and he's like okay so you're gonna learn this oh, and nice. uh, yeah it's really good um but you have to at, like request it 
Otherwise, it is literally just cake pie. To get too comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at my gym, Luktofa, we have Mubaran class, which mm-hmm. is like more technical. So it is all the elbows, all the knees, all different types of kicks. So yeah, my Pfizer just fought an MX and he did like the spinning back kick. Oh, yeah. And like, I was like, yes, Mubaran. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's not just that, right? It's a lot more interesting. It looks amazing. Everyone likes it. Yeah. You know, even the promoters, when they see you fighting in a really fun an exciting fight, like they want to bring you back. Yeah, exactly. Win or lose, if you fight like an entertaining fight, they want to bring you back. Yeah, that's for sure. And that's what we need to push more for. It's not just, I, well, I think the problem is also, and I don't know whether you agree or not, but the levels are not matched when it's coming to foreigners and Thais fighting in the male side, mm-hmm. the male side of things. The girls seem to be quite okay. well matched. Yeah. Um, but on the, the male side of it, it seems to be quite a lot of mismatches with, the tie's been a lot more experienced. Obviously, okay, yeah. I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard to find the foreigners. But, still. <laughs> but closer than what they normally yeah. are. And um, yeah, it's just that what well, that's why the ties are feeling so comfortable with just using their punches and kicks and not having to do anything out of the ordinary. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's a shame because like they all like to get attention, so why not do it in the ring and do a little uh, extra move that shows a little something special? But you see it when people do do it. Everyone's like, oh, yeah. and it does get exciting. And people remember that person. Definitely. Hmm. Is there anyone that you would like to fight? Loads. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I actually, this is actually something I wanted to ask you. Is What, do you, what is your opinion on fighting friends? Um, it's... Weird, but yet you know it's part of the sport. Sometimes it happens. You know, you fight your sport, you fight your friend. You go into the ring, and then you're not her friend anymore for that amount of time that you're in the ring. You know, and then once you're out, then okay, you can be friends again. Maybe it maybe a little bit weird straight after, not straight after, straight after you're like, oh yeah, good fighter. But then maybe like a day or so, or whatever. Yeah, okay, it'll be weird. But then you know, time passes, and you both know you're there just to do the sport that you both love. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm asking that because I've had conversations about this with many different people and they've all got like different uh, opinions yeah like I've fought quite a few of my friends yeah and they've been probably the tough well not the toughest but on the level of the toughest fights that I've had wow. because there's a lot of like I've got to be her I've got to be it's like competition it's like playing something with your sibling yeah like sibling and family. you have to you have to beat them you have to be better so it's like that and I find those fights are like a lot more exciting and um, interesting mm. to do. And afterwards, yeah, you're like, well, d- great fight. And then, okay, yeah, sometimes you're like, oh, God, they won. <laughs> or, what, or, the, or yes, I beat her or whatever. Yeah. Um, so it can be a little bit, but normally it's all right. Yeah. But a few people said to me, oh, no, I could never fight my friends. And I've just never seen it like that. But, no. But I think the female uh, circle, like female fighting circle is so small you can't really avoid it so yeah much, yeah unless you're like at the same gym then yeah well yeah yeah but that that's the only thing with um santai gym santai, yeah that right? there is a lot of good female fighters in there but they're all around about the same white they're all weight white <laughs> all, all around the same weight and they're all in the same place mm. so I, I always thought who they're going to fight. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. If one of them was to move gym, they would fight their training oh, partner straight away. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Which I can definitely see that being awkward. Um, but then they're all 
pretty good as well. So it's all the top level girls are all in the same gym. Mm. It's uh, how about promotion that you'd like to fight on? Oh, I want to fight in your promotion. Yeah, I know. <laughs> still, I'm still working on it. It's, it's hard. It's hard to do it in in Thailand, finding sponsors and things, but. Um, I'm I'm determined to not let it die. So yeah, yeah. Hopefully, I'm I'm talking to some people in China. So we'll see if that happens. Oh, that's yeah. exciting! Yeah. So fingers crossed. Let's let's get that working, please, so we can get some good female fights on. Um, um, MX because I want to fight on the gloves. Ah. Um, I'd love to fight in Thai fight if they had girls fighting on it. Um, I'd love. To, I want to fight more in Bangkok. That is a big thing of mine at the yeah. moment. I feel um, like female Muay Thai is so. It's, right now, it's Chiang Mai and Phuket that are like winning in the female fight yeah. area. Yeah. I agree, and I think what they what they don't realize is we like well myself and plenty of girls that I know would happily travel around. Like we're not like after big bucks; we're after yeah. good fi- good fights and experience. Uh huh. So it's having those opportunities more than having the big like watch money. Um, which is the difference between females and males, I've noticed. Yeah. Because anywhere you go, or anywhere I've been, the females get paid less than the males anyway. So, yeah, it's getting those opportunities. But I didn't actually say, to, I would really like to fight Lumani at one point. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, the right, same way. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Because she's fighting a tournament. No, she's not. No, she's not fighting that tournament in Chiang Mai because she stays in Chiang Mai, right? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, um, they spoke about it at the start of this year and then it didn't happen because we were too late or it's something gonna start like um end of july they're gonna have a four woman tournament at 48 kilogram it's gonna have sandra from sweden yeah um gelda palming patch okay yeah uh little tiger who's uh-huh Japanese. yeah i know yeah and one more that i can't oh and um sylvie von doom oh Vondu. okay yeah okay. i know yeah yeah, from America. Yeah, so yeah, yeah that'd be nice. They're all, all like good, good fighters. fighters. Yeah, yeah that's that way. definitely something to watch. They are all really good fighters. Mm-hmm. I've watched that little tiger a few times. Yeah, and she was on um, female, female fight league. league. Yeah. yeah, but I've watched her in Phuket also. Oh wow! Well. So yeah, she's good too. She's a good fighter. Yeah, it's gonna be a great tournament. I might fly out there. Watch it. Yeah. Yeah, actually, it would definitely be worth it. Mm-hmm. What's your biggest goal with your Muay Thai career? Do you know what? I still have so many fights that I have to do and win. And I think they're all my biggest goals. Right. Um, because the girls that I want to fight are top level. And, like, I want to fight Amy and win, obviously. I want to fight Lamani and win. And, like, it's not so much – I'm not so interested about collecting loads of belts and titles. Not in Muay Thai. Mm. Um, I'm not – it's not about that for me. It's about getting the wins from right. the, the, good, the good fighters. That's awesome. Yeah. You never hear that, you know. I think and I think that's a good mentality to have. Yeah, I think nowadays a lot of people are just like oh, focus like, on their belts. Yeah, I've got Patong uh, Patong Stadium belt. I'm champion. Mm. Not really, <laughs> <laughs> but okay. If that's how you want to say it, then fine. But no, it, for me, it's like when I, especially like when I got asked to fight Amy, and the same with Lamani, because I got asked to fight her too. I didn't have to think twice about saying yes. It was 100% yes. Even though, like, I didn't particularly think yeah. I was at the same level, I still wanted to test myself to see, like, what I've got to work on, what I've got to improve on. But there's still people that I, I want to, like, Amy particularly, I want to fight again. And Lomani, I want to fight. So 
Oh, that's cool. How long do you see yourself fighting for? Uh, I get asked this. Oh, my parents ask me this a lot. <laughs> <laughs> how, long, how much longer are you going to do this? I said I'm going to start when I'm 33. Okay. Um, but I can't guarantee that. Like, <laughs> that's, that's what Sanchai said. You know, I asked him, when are you going to stop? And he's like, oh, like maybe in three years. But then I don't know because maybe in three years I'll think differently. So I don't, I don't know. Yeah, so that's like, exactly okay. it. Like, <laughs> I mean, I would like to have a family at some point. And at this moment, I'm like not even entertaining men. Yeah. So it's, I've got to get Highly unlikely this can happen right yeah. now. <laughs> exactly. So I'll see when I'm 33 how I really feel about it. Yeah. But um, yeah, I've kind of thought, 33 would be the age that I think that I would stop. But that, like, I suppose if I haven't completed the fights that I want to complete, then I won't. I know what I'm like. Well, that's determined. Yes. No, that's awesome. So anything else that you'd like to say? Um, I don't think so. I just think like, like this is really good what you're doing. Thank um, you. With the podcast and everything and also all the female fighting stuff that you do and support and push the promotion it's amazing because it's something that we really really need and everyone needs to help her do it more yeah like really it's something that we all need to like work together subscribe to my channel yes subscribe to our (laughs) channel and help us with the matching of the females get us on all the shows because we'll fight hard just yeah like yeah Yeah, there's so many girls you want to fight and like you said it's just not enough opportunities you know, so you it's like you, you fight and then you have to wait so long for your next fight. And it can be tiring just to wait that, you know, and if you're constantly, Yeah, if you're constantly in fight camp and you're just like going round and round and round waiting for that fight. By the time you actually get it, you're like, oh, I've burnt myself out. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That would be my last word is help this girl. Get it. Subscribe and push for the female fight. Thank you, Yasmin, for being a <laughs> guest you. today. Thank you for listening to this episode. And please hit the like and subscribe button. Follow Jade Marissa podcast. Kapunka.